Hey everybody, it's RevDDT here for another broadcast. Just wanted to talk today about seeds. S-E-E-D-S. <laughs> yes, seeds. I know it probably doesn't sound like I'm saying seeds. It probably sounds like I'm saying seeds. But no, I'm, not, I'm saying seeds. <laughs> anyway, um, on, with, on with the broadcast. Here we go. So, uh, seeds. What am I talking about, seeds? What, what do you mean seeds? Pot seeds? Uh, seeds you plant in the ground that you grow a crop with? What, what are you talking about? No, you know what I'm talking about is I'm talking about words, um, power words. Uh, you know, seeds can be good or bad um, when it comes to this. Also, money can be a seed as well. Um, something that you sow into the ground, something that you sow into a person's life. It could be money, it could be words, uh, it could be actions, it can be seeds as well. But I really want to focus today on just uh, words. And, um, and just, okay, so some of you probably aren't married yet. Some of you probably don't have kids yet. Okay, some of you may have kids. Either way, whether you're planning on having them or you have them already, um, this is going to be really beneficial for you to understand. Okay, um, when I was growing up, I wasn't told uh, very good things. I was told bad things about myself. You know, um, at one point, you know, when I hit like uh, 11 years old, um, you know, you started getting in a little bit of trouble. Not very much, but a little bit. But it was always, um, when I got in trouble, it was always, you bad kid, you bad child, you're, you're no good, you're never going to amount to anything, you're, you're, just, you're just a fuck up, you're just a screw up, you're always going to be the way you are and you'll never be any different, you'll always be a, a messed up kid, you'll always be screwed up, you'll always be, you know, and I was, I mean, the, the list goes on, I can go for hours on this one. Um, not only was I told this, but I was, it was reinforced with uh, violence, you know, I was, got the crap beat out of me at the same time this was going on, you know, by my parent, and, uh, stepdad every once in a while but he very rarely joined in because he was pretty much um he was non-violent but uh my mom was really violent back then uh she had a lot of anger issues uh a lot of a lot of issues with uh a lot of reasons for why she was angry you know and um I, and i get that i understand it forgive her past is a past let it go but what happens is when you do that to a child you you're basically you're programming this little individual that's in your life this little child that's in your life that you're given you're given by god is he's given this gift to you to raise and um we're we're in charge of programming their mind basically programming their heart but it's 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 not just for a, a little while it's for lifetime now this programming that's that's bad this bad wiring that happens um bad programming these seeds these bad seeds that are planted in a person's heart, in a child's heart, they can be changed, but it takes a lot of work. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean a ton of work when you're older to change these things. And um, it, it may even take a lifetime for some of the things to change. You know, um, I'm still working on some things. Um, you know, and, um, but when you're told these things and it's reinforced with violence, it really sinks it in deep into the subconscious. Um, if there's a consciousness past subconscious, it, it sinks it in there. Um, the thing of it is, is that, like I said, it can be changed. It takes a lot of work, and there, you know, the tools are out there. Uh, I've been talking a lot about the tools um, over these different broadcasts and stuff, but um, you know, on, on how to how to make this change and how to actually make an effective change and how ha- have it actually be real. And what I mean by real is it's tangible. It's it's something that you can actually um, see in your own life, and other people will see it too. They'll recognize it. Go, wow, man, you've really changed a lot. You don't even think the way you used to. That's really good, you know, or something like that, right? Something to that effect, anyway. Um, these bad seeds that we sow, we can sow into into people. We can sow them into people too, adults too as well. You tell an adult long enough that they're a, they're a bad person, and they'll start acting bad. It's it's a known fact. It's an actual fact. Um, I I practice this, and I said this once in another broadcast too that I practice this with my cat. Um, 
I got this cat. She came to me. Um, you know, uh, she was a feral cat. She needed was looking for a home, um, and uh, she came here looking for some food. But I could tell, I could read her heart and tell she was looking for a, a home, a family that would take care of her. And um, so I said, we're gonna we're gonna take her in. And so we took her in, and um, she's amazing. She's absolutely wonderful. Um, if you go to my Instagram page, there's pictures of her on there. Um, even at my Facebook page, there's pictures. Uh, Facebook page is Daniel Tilton. Uh, I think it's Daniel Tilton. It might be Daniel Dale Tilton, but it's Daniel Tilton. You, I don't know. But if you just type in my name uh, through in Instagram, you'll find me. Or under my handle, which is my Instagram handle, which is rev.ddt. Rev.ddt. That's rev.ddt. You know, um, you can find um, you can find my Instagram page. You can look through there, and you can see the the calico ones. The one I'm talking about. She's really beautiful. She's really cool. Um, all the cats I've had and all the dogs I've had, um, I've been working with them over the years and doing this positive reinforcement thing. If she claws me, if she gets angry at me, like I touch her in a place where she doesn't like, you know how cats are, they can be real iffy sometimes, and you go to pet them and they don't like it, and they'll turn around and bite you and claw you a little bit, you know. Um, if she claws me, um, I tell her she's a good girl. And I started right out of the gate like that. Now, when she, she used to be kind of mean-spirited because she was a, a feral cat. She was a very, very small cat. She's smaller than the rest of the cats. I mean, a lot smaller. And um, they, she's gotten beat up a few times. And so she was, you know, she was, you know, having to defend herself out there and, you know, in, in, the, in the cat world. And, and it was tough on her. And so, you know, she, she doesn't know, you know, humans that well. Uh, she knows us well enough. But she, and now she knows us even better. But she didn't know us that well. So she didn't know, you know, that we were just petting her or just being nice or kind of whatever. But no matter what she did to me, no matter how hard she bit me, no matter how, how, how hard she scratched me, and include, this was including other cats and other dogs too. I'm using her as the example because she's fresh on my mind. Uh, I just I love that cat, man. I I I'd, I'd go into a birding building after her. I, I'm not kidding you either. I I, I literally would. Uh, she's she's amazing. She's she's so smart and she's so sweet and so wonderful. And um, I can't say anything bad about her. See, that's just a thing. And um, whoo, <laughs> got my heartstring on that one. I do really like this cat a lot. She's uh she's amazing. Anyway, she um. No matter how hard she scratched me or bit me, I would tell her she's a good girl. I wouldn't say bad girl. Don't do that. I would say good girl, and I say I'm sorry. I'd say first I'd say I'm sorry. I didn't mean to touch you there. I didn't realize that you were, you know, that she didn't want to be touched there. I'm sorry about that. I'll try not to do that anymore. You're a good girl, and I keep telling her she's a good girl, and I pet her on the back, on the top of her head, or on the back of her head. What I've noticed is is that especially with her, um, and being that she's so smart, she's. I mean, I think that, like, the tiny, tiniest creatures sometimes have the most smarts. It seems, it sure seems that way. I mean, I, we got this other cat here, and he's, he's just kind of a normal cat, you know? He's not dumb or anything. He's, he's, he's smart, too, but not in the way she is. She's so intelligent. I mean, she talks to me constantly, answers my questions when we're together. Um, you know, I ask her, how, you, how was your day? And she's like, You know, like, she, and she sounds like she's saying, fine. You know, um, you want to go in the house? Yeah. She'll go, Rah. like that. You know, okay. Uh, you want to go to the back door or you want to go through my room? And she'll stop there and she'll stop and she'll contemplate that for a minute. She'll be facing the back door. She'll turn around and she'll follow me into my room. Or she'll walk on to the back door and she'll sit down for a second and wait for me to catch up to her. And then she'll walk with me to the back door. I mean, she's just so smart. And, and it's amazing. I, I, it's just absolutely amazing. And I, those are just a couple of for instances. I mean, there's like, I could just keep going, a list and list and list and list of things that she does that are just, just shows she has high intelligence. She also gets really bored real easy, and when I ask her if she's bored, she'll tell me yes or no. She'll go, nah, or nah, you know, just like that. I mean, I ain't kidding either. Sounds like she's saying yes, it sounds like she's saying no. Um, she, uh, 
and and she does she does get bored actually by the way she does actually get bored um sign of high intelligence uh boredom you know and um anyway she's an amazing girl she's absolutely amazing and I can tell, continually tell her that. I continually build her up. And this is what you want to do with your children. You want to build them up. You don't want to tear them down. You want to build them up. No matter how bad they're doing. And you want to say, you're doing something wrong and this is bad. Don't do that. What it does is sets them down a path that is bad. It just reinforces the bad side. You know, I was talking a while back. Two wolves, one life. We have two wolves. And which one are you going to feed? Well, it's the same thing with children. When you feed them, you're giving them these seeds. You're giving them this nourishment. This, this, this is not just emotional, but cognitive. It's cognitive too. It, 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 it will cause their their brains, their little brains, to function a certain direction. What do you want for your children? What do you want for yourself? What do you want for the people around you? Do you do you want a lot of bad things to happen all the time? Because they will if you can if you do that. If you continually plant those bad seeds. But if you don't plant the bad seeds, you plant the good seeds, guess what happens? You're gonna reap a harvest of good and it'll be all around you. I do it with my friends, I do it with everybody. I don't tell people they're bad when they do bad things because I don't believe in that. I don't believe that. Now I was raised to believe that way, but I saw the damage it did to me, my brother, my stepbrothers, other children that were raised that were raised around my mother and other people that were other people's children that had this going on. And then I also got to, a chance to see how it was in other people's houses who positively reinforced their children. And guess what? They're dynamic people. They're awesome. They're doing things with their lives that I wish I would have done. You know, and I and I often say, God, I wish I would have had the parents you had, because and your parents are awesome. They would like really, and I'm like, yeah, man. You, you've been around my mom. You know what it's like. Yeah, she's a little crazy. I, I didn't want to say anything, but, you know, she's a little she's a little out there. And I go, she's a little out there. You don't even know half of it. You, you, all you got was a little sliver of it, man. She's completely off her rocker, man. But, see, that's the thing is most of the time, for most of my life, my especially early on and, and then on into my adult life, until just a few years ago, I'm, I'm seriously, just until just a few years ago, I was running off this, this, this mindset of I'm evil, I'm bad, I'm never going to amount to anything. And guess what happened? I didn't for a long time. I still am working on that, amounting to things, you know, amounting to something great. Doing this podcast is a good thing because I'm reaching out and I'm, I'm planting seeds, good seeds in people's hearts, things that people need to hear uh, to, to better ourselves. I mean, what are, we, what are we doing really here on this planet? Are we just living our life, just partying and doing whatever? No, no, there's, there's also that aspect of bettering ourselves, which betters all of humanity. It's not just that we're connected to just the people around us. We're connected to everybody, and it does. It strengthens us. It builds everybody up. You build one person up, you're building everybody up. It's the truth. It is the absolute truth. I've not only experienced it, but I've seen it myself. I've seen the connections we have in the spirit. I do a lot of, a lot of things in the spirit, and I've seen, I've seen the connections. We all are connected to one another. Did you know we're actually egg-shaped? Yeah, the glowing you, that person, not the body that you're in. No, but you that's you that's inside the body. I'm talking past the body now. We're actually egg-shaped. And we have, we have strings coming off of us in all these different directions. I call them, well, they're not, not necessarily strings, but they look like strings, but they're light. They're strands of light. They go in, in every direction, including up, out, back, down, sideways, you know, you name it, every direction. And we're connected to each other by those, those, those strands of light. Those strands of light are strong. They're thick, and the and the more and when I see people in relationships, those strands of light are even stronger and thicker. When they're in relationship, in, in positive, good relationship with one another. Now, you don't like to have angst in your life. You don't like to have you know a bunch of fucking crazy crap going on that's just fucking out of control, do you? I don't. I hate it. I can't stand it. I strive for peace. You know, and and believe me, it hasn't been easy to strive for peace when you're 
you know, raised in a violent home, and then that violence carried on for like 40 years. You know, and I'm not kidding you. It wasn't until just a few years back that that violence stopped. You know, and it took some, it took some really uh, strategic uh, work and a lot of times of this strategic work coming to, coming to fruition, until it did come to actually fruition, but a lot of times of doing this strategic work until it came to fruition. I'm talking about doing things by the Spirit. You know, uh, the last thing was, is I laid hands on her, laid my hand on her forehead and cast that de demon of freaking violence out of her, and it left. She hasn't been violent since. As a matter of fact, she's, she's actually civil now, which is weird, because I'm not used to that. So I talked to, talked to her, and I talked to my brother about the same thing. My brother brother's still caught in a old mindset. You know, the cat does something bad, he's like, no, fuck you, you little bitch. You know, and he calls her names and stuff and walks off. And I'm like, that's why she doesn't like to come to you, because you do that. He goes, he goes, oh, I don't, I don't know if I agree with that or not. And I says, listen, Carrie, have you been watching what's been going on? She now sleeps with me. When she first came here, she wouldn't sleep with me. Now she does. Now she comes in here and asks me to lay on the bed with her. She'll come up and she'll go, Row! I know what she wants. She doesn't want to go out. She doesn't want to go back in the house. She wants to get up on my bed. So I say, you want to get on the bed and crash out? And she, what she do? She jumps right up on the bed. As soon as I say that to her. She's not dumb. Animals aren't dumb. Neither are children. Children are not dumb. Little babies are not dumb. We're not dumb. We, and we need that positive reinforcement. Okay, so what? You take a little child that's a baby. He's crying a lot, and you just get and you get a little frustrated, and you say, "Why well, you just you just crying all the time? I just get so frustrated with that. I'm just tired of this. I'm tired of this." What does that? Ha what happens to that child when you do that? The child cries more. I'll guarantee you, one hundred percent, the child will cry more. You can just watch people. All you gotta do is watch people with children, and you can see it. You can see the difference, literally, with your own eyes. See the difference, and it registers in your heart. What's going on? You may not understand it right away, but it does register in our hearts. What's going on? <laughs> And that's just, you know, that's just how it goes. Hey, somebody's trying to talk to me. I couldn't put my uh, my uh, Do Not Disturb on my phone on while I'm doing this broadcast because um, it interferes with the recording for some reason. Ah, my phone's real cheap, so one of these days I have a better phone and Yahoo! And one of these days I'll also do my broadcast through my uh, desktop microphone and my computer that I've got, too, that I can use. Laptop doesn't want to get on the Internet, so I'm having issues with that sometimes, so it's, eh, it's just really weird. Got to get a booster for the house, I guess. But anyway, that's off subject, but here we're back on subject. Is it really off subject? Was well, that really off subject? What are we talking about here, really? Uh, I was just talking about a booster for the internet for a second there, but isn't that what we're really talking about anyway? Not for the internet, but for that programming. A booster so that you can connect. The booster so the child can connect with those good things in life. A booster so your friends can. A booster so you can yourself. How do you think about yourself? What is the very, very inner self-thoughts that you have about yourself? Do you feel that you're a good person? Or do you feel that you're a bad person? See, you can't go off the feeling. Because you can feel like you're a bad person and still be a good person too. Because we have good and bad in us. All of us do. We have the propensity to do bad things, the propensity to do great things. Uh, I, I took it from good to great because I like the word great better. Because great is what we're you know, really talking about is greatness. Do we want to program our children to be great? Or do we want to program them to be you know, less than that? Less than good even. Bad even. Or even worse. Um... They've done a lot of studies on this. I've, I've researched this over and over again over the years, and, and, the, and, the, and the, the information hasn't changed that much, just a slight bit. And the only change it is, is it's just gotten better at the positive reinforcement stuff. You know? but, uh, but they've researched it. I'm not, I'm not lying here. I'm not telling you a fib. I'm not telling you something that's out of, our, out of our reach either. I'm telling you something that's within our reach, it's in, within our wheelhouse, and it's very true. It's a fact. These things are facts. Um, when you go to talk to somebody and you, you tell them, 
uh, say, say like an artist, say an artist paints a painting, and he goes, and, he, and it's a beautiful painting, but to some people it's not, so some people are, he's standing there listening to people's comments on it, some say, oh, it's beautiful, others say, I don't understand it, and then some say, I think it's just ugly as hell, watch that person, just, just start watching people, and watch what happens to that person, watch how, sometimes they'll go out of their way to actually express what they were trying to express to that person that said it was ugly, have you ever seen anything like that, I mean, if you haven't, Start watching because you will see it. You'll see it. You can see it with everything, though. You tell a worker that he's doing really bad at work, and guess what happens? He starts feeling down. It, it, all of a sudden, his shoulders slump over. He doesn't look like he's very happy anymore. He doesn't have a smile on his face. No giddy up in his step. He just kind of slugging along, going, "Fuck! I wonder why I even work for this guy. He's just always tearing me down. Always saying my work is shoddy." When I know it's not, you know, I'm doing the best I can. You know, maybe I don't have the skill that he has, but I'll get there someday. But see, you know, he won't get there someday if he's carrying that other crap around. Carrying that crap around of, of yeah, you're not a very good worker. You're not a very good carpenter. You're not a very good this. You're not a very good, oh, it's ugly. Or you just do crappy work, blah, blah, blah. You know, we could do that all day long. It is so easy to do that, isn't it? But yet, it's even easier to reinforce somebody positively. We just have to do it. A lot of times, we just don't want to do it. We don't want to take the time to do it because we, we think, oh, if I tell him it's bad, he'll change and it'll get better. That is not the way it works. It does not work like that. It gets worse. It gets worse. Pretty soon, that guy doesn't even want to show up to work anymore. Pretty soon, and I know because I was that guy. I was that guy for a long time. In different, different trades I worked, in different things I did. I wasn't very good at everything. I, I'm good at art, I guess. I mean, created a lot of it and everybody seems to like it, so I guess I am, but... I like it personally. I like what I create artistically. I don't know if you go to my Instagram page or my Facebook page. Instagram's got more more art and more art and photos and stuff there. You just go to my Instagram page. You'll see the artwork I do, and it's all different. I do digi art, but I, I don't. I'm not restricted to that. I started first started drawing, you know, actually uh, drawing Snoopy and uh, and uh, Woodstock on snowmobiles and driving around in uh, in uh, SUVs before SUVs were a thing. By the way, we, well we had Ford Broncos and. You know, in Scouts, but yeah, it's kind of something like that. But yeah, driving around in SUVs in the snow. Um, in the summertime, I'd draw pictures of flowers with, with sunshines and stuff on them. Things like that. Those actually, the flowers and sunshines turned into uh, little little pieces of paper that I used to write Jesus loves you on, and I'd write a scripture on it for somebody, and I'd wait, wait, sit there, and I'd take about 10 of those, and sit at the coffee shop at Denny's, as a matter of fact. I'd sit at the coffee shop, and I'd, and I'd wait for somebody to come in, and I'd, I'd ask God, who, who you want me to give this to? And he'd tell me who, and I'd go give it to him. Every single time, it blessed him. Every single time, it blessed him. Their face lit up. They were like, thank you so much, man. I, I, can we talk for a minute, someone would say? Someone would say, can we talk for just a minute? I, I just, I just want to sh- share something with you. And I'd sit there down, and they'd share their story of how bad of a day they were having, and how it made their day. You know, I actually used to give them to hookers, too, when I was out in... San Diego, California, I was walking El Cajon Boulevard because I was off on Wednesdays and Thursdays, and um, at night I worked graveyard shifts, so I, I had to stay up, you know, so I'd go out and I'd walk around, and I'd, I'd walk in the in the area where the hookers were a lot, I had, made a lot of friends with a lot of them, and actually, I would give them those things too. As a matter of fact, I used to write, take a pad with me, and I'd write down car license plates of, uh, the the license plates of some of the hookers that were getting in cars, because at one time, they were uh, people were taking them and killing them. Yeah, I ain't kidding you. Well, I actually ended up turning in uh, a pad with license plate numbers on it, and in that pad with license plate numbers was the license plate numbers for the guy that was actually doing the most killing, and they were actually able to uh, arrest him. They, they set up a sting operation and watched him and, and arrested him. Uh, I don't know how they figured it out, but they got it from the license plate numbers, and I know because I got a letter in the mail. It said, you know, thank you so much for your service. What you've done, it, you, you just saved some lives. 
and blah, 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 San Diego, you know, blah, 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 municipal police department or whatever they called it. I can't remember what it's called, called back then, but yeah, that happened. That was an actual fact. It happened back in the 80s. Um, yeah, just things like that, man. You know, I would love to encourage people, mainly because I was never encouraged. And when I saw people encouraging other people, I always desired that. I wanted that for my own family. I wanted that for myself because I knew that it was, it was, a, it was a huge, major, one of the main keys to success in life is that default setting of, of, of what we have going on, that program that we got going on and the default setting down in our subconscious, that's what's actually steering us towards good or bad. And we, as adults, are responsible to train up our children in a way that they will succeed. Do we not want them to succeed? Do we not want them to have their own house, to be able to actually pay for their own, you know, their own clothes, their own food, things like that? Yeah. We don't want, any, we don't want our children living on health and welfare their whole life. You know, drawing, you know, having to draw money from the from the government or whatever, to be able to work, to be able to be productive citizens, so that they can actually make a life and have a good life. We want our children, we want ourselves, we want our friends, we want our family, we want people to have a good life, not a hard, terrible life. And it, and it comes, it all goes down to those seeds that we plant in one another. So my encouragement today would be, plant good seeds. Think about what you're saying to people. Think about what you think. Think about how you think about things too. Like uh, you know, when something goes off, and you and you, and you might say something out loud, like uh, "Oh yeah, whatever," but then you walk up and you're like, "Oh, what a freaking idiot!" Don't do that. If you say it under your breath, or even say it, or even think it, it's connect. We're connected. It goes right to that person, whether you believe it or not. It's true. It does, and the effects will be seen on the outside through their lives, and you can bank on that. So what are you going to do? You got to be good. You got to talk good. You got to feel good. You got to plant good seeds. I'll tell you what, when you do plant good seeds, you will feel good. And that's that's just a side side. Don't go by your feeling on this one. Go by what you know is right. And you know talking bad about people ain't right, just like I know. And planting bad seeds in your children, not good. Planting good seeds, great. This is Rev DDT. Yahoo! Rev DDT, Universal Broadcast, broadcasting live across the universe. This is Rev DDT, and I'm out, baby. You guys have a great day. Bye-bye.